Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Uh, Things are a little crazy these days, as we all know, with the coronavirus outbreak. And so we're going to do Faithless Sisters a little bit differently over the next few weeks. We don't want to lose touch with you guys. We want to have the opportunity to um, still share the Word of God with you. I think we all need that now more than ever. So welcome. Um, We've got Suzanne and Rosemary and Terry here as well. So let's just get started. Great. So obviously we've discussed that um, life looks a little bit different right now. Um, How are you ladies, how are you spending your days? What does life look like for your new normal right now? Well, I know I look. my day looks like I am in a Little Mermaid movie because we have our <laughs> granddaughter with us. And, um, you know, God can take every bad thing and bring some good things out of it. So I have had three weeks with my granddaughter. It's been a very precious time. Um, I am about worn out because, you know, mermaids can't walk. And so when she's in mermaid mode, I have to pick her up and carry her from grotto <laughs> to grotto to lagoon. Um, but we're having a great time. So I'm doing a little work in between, um, and that's been fine, too. Um, so I don't want to lose touch with that. Uh, but it's definitely a weird feeling not to be able to leave the house, really. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. gone to the grocery store. My daughters have said, you know, Mom and Dad, you are forbidden from going to the grocery store. Um, so she, Lauren did all the shopping for us before she went back to work. And we're just, um, you know, cooking some interesting things. Yeah. So, how about you guys? I am um, spending my days homeschooling my granddaughter. Um, She's in second grade, and I have to tell you, it has been a blast. And one of the things she has to do at the end of each day is to um, write out a a journal. just a personal feeling how she, you know, that to allow her to express if she has any concerns or fears about the coronavirus. Um, so the first day that I said to her, you know, they're saying it's a good idea, blah, blah, blah. So I have this journal. Um, so why don't you write out today's, you know, entry? So she writes it out and then I look at it and she's like, um, I'm having a really great time homeschooling. It's been a lot of fun. I really don't have any feelings about the coronavirus. I hope tomorrow's fun, too. (laughs) That's a great attitude. Yeah, she is a good little student. I'm telling you, she, it has really been a joy. And, you know, honestly, I feel like it's um, it's a blessing, the Lord has allowed her to be here. We're having fun. Mostly I'm just reviewing. I mean, I'm not a teacher, but I can review with all the worksheets I'm printing out by the hundreds. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's good. I don't have a problem at all. And I just think the Lord has provided us with everything we need to stay home for a few weeks, and I'm happy to do it. Good. Good. How about you, Rosemary? I'm working my head off right now. Um, we're doing really well. We don't have any kids. It's just the two of us here at home. So it's quieter. Um, 
I, um, as a um, therapist, I am moving all my clients to online. And that's just been a lot of research, a lot of making decisions, a lot of thinking about we have to keep them HIPAA protected if we can. Um, then, then something will change. I'll say, oh, you don't have to or blah, blah, blah. And it's just like trying to get very, very clear what's going on right now. Um, so I found a platform that I like. I got to practice using it. And so I fully expect to have actually a busier week than normal because I'm having mm-hmm. former clients call too that are like stressed and think, can you get me in? And it's like, yeah, we mm-hmm. can because we're not stuck to an office. So it's a real different way of doing what I do. Um, so learning to be innovative, learning to be creative, learning to be patient. Um, we just had that whole experience here, though, as we all came online. Um, yeah. Just yeah. getting through all the technology, and it's like, yeah, you know, how, how do you learn to do it? You, you, you do it a bunch of times, and you fail, and you make mistakes, and you come back in, and you keep trying again, and, and that's how you learn it. So I'm, yep. I'm doing okay. Plus, the thing that's funny for us is we're in the middle of a move. Friday the 13th is when we put our house on the market, got the pictures, everything went live, and then everything went dead. <laughs> like, went live, and then that was the day everybody had to come home from school, and um, everything kept shutting down, and we made decisions that we didn't want people coming through the house. So we have had no showing, but we've packed everything. And so we, uh, uh, my husband Ernie's going, where's the Kleenex? I go, probably in the garage. That's where we put everything. And so we have 10 boxes of Kleenex. You know how they do those 10 packs? Yeah. We couldn't find them for a long time. <laughs> and so finally, one night after um, I was almost going to bed, I went, wait, I know where they are. And he went back. And where we normally keep them in the closet, I just put them away. And it was so weird we couldn't find them. They were in the space they normally are. So everything is packed away, and we have no idea. That's the hardest part for us right now is just trying to remember where we pack things. Yeah, kind of living in between worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Suzanne? So I have two teenagers, and um, we just find ourselves suddenly homeschooling two teenagers, and my husband is working from home, and um, my schooling is all going online, and so we just find ourselves spending a lot of time together. (laughs) Um, so isn't it in a way you know it is it is and I'm thankful that we have the technology to do it and that we have the resources to do it and that um, my husband's in the kind of job that he can just um, his commute now is across the hall to the office instead of you know driving down the road to the office Um, so that's nice and I'm thankful for that uh, for sure but um, when I was when my kids were young, my son said, Mom, I just want you to homeschool me. I was like, I'm not homeschooling you. And he said, no, but I just want to know what it's like. And I was like, I didn't say this to him, of course, but I said, if I homeschool you, like, I will be drunk and you will be stupid. So we're not going down that route. <laughs> um, oh so we are testing that theory right now. <laughs> and you um, seem quite sober. So far, yeah. I'm sober, and the kids are not stupid. So, you know. That's, that's not fair. You can't get to the liquor stores. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. right. Uh, maybe that's our saving grace. I don't know. But I go. will say Aww. that um, teachers should be paid a million dollars an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
teachers mm-hmm. should be paid a million dollars an hour because I don't have to come up with lesson plans. I don't have to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to kind of help and guide, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and once we got over the hurdle of how it's all going to work and scheduling, um, it's been okay. But man, if I had to come up with lesson plans and if I had to mm-hmm. do all of it, I would, I, I mean, I'd be out of my mind. There's no way. Yeah, that, that kind of brings up, I keep thinking, what's this going to be like when we are done with all of this isolation? Mm-hmm. Are we going to appreciate teachers way more? I'm Every day, yes. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. just, I think there's a lot of good things that are going to come out of this. Um, I'm hoping there is. I yeah. know I have, I have no tolerance anymore for people who are being critical or, I'm like, you know what, there might be a time for that later, that time is not now. I'm not really mm-hmm. willing to listen to a lot of stuff mm-hmm. or things that can be anxiety provoking or anxious. My, my thought is every time I turn around, I think of a new group that I want to thank. Like, of course, our healthcare workers. Yeah. Yep. But even but like our little grocery store people. Yeah. You know, we yes. had a yeah. thing went through next door this past week that someone had been in line at the grocery store. And of course it was crazy and they were very impatient with the people behind the counter and one of the gals yeah. in the neighborhood said, you know, really, these people are out there exposing themselves to who knows what, mm-hmm. trying to help us, mm-hmm. and the least we can do is be nice to them. Come on. Exactly. So, yeah, I hope that, that we start to gain an appreciation for everyone in our lives. Um, right. Because people are going be above and beyond. Mm-hmm. So really what are, are some positive things, some encouraging things that you have seen over the last week that you maybe wouldn't have seen otherwise? Oh, I've got it. I was just in the grocery store. All the vegan things are left on the shelves. Nobody took them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you learn to maybe appreciate the little things. Greg and I went into the store, to the grocery store yesterday, and I've never bought so many groceries in my life, but now I'm happy to stay home for three more weeks without going again. Um, and of course, there was no toilet paper on the shelf, but there was like um, a package of napkins. And I'm like, yes, I, I scored napkins. <laughs> if I run out of toilet paper, uh, you know, you napkins will work. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny to me that everybody was so worried about the toilet paper. Um, I mean, I know that's a necessity, of course, but that would not be the main thing that I would be worried about during a pandemic. Right, so, right. But it went off the shelves everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy. I think like in about a month or two or three months or when we come out of this, people are going to go, what do, what, why do I have this? Why is this in my house? Why did I buy it? You know? Like I beef ravioli. I don't even eat that. <laughs> we have a few things that we don't normally eat in our cupboard right now, too. Oh. My, my son, but I was talking were... to my son. He's 24, and he, they were just coming in, they were shopping, and, and um, he, he told me, this was last week, he goes, I go, are you doing okay with food? He goes, well, I have 40 individually wrapped Rice Krispie treats. And I said, oh, okay. And then he said, no, Mom, you don't understand. He goes, now we're down to 20. It's day one, <laughs> 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I am not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. I'm that some of us may gain a little weight over the course of this. 
pandemic. Yeah. Because I have been sitting around eating nonstop. And some of that is an anxiety thing, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am kind of a nervous eater. But I, I did pray about that this morning. I'm like, Lord, I do not want to come out of this weighing 50 pounds more than I went into it. <laughs> Yeah, well, some of the things. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's good. Kind of good. Like the freshman 15, right? That's exactly yeah. right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Some of the stuff that I got speaking to your weight gain, um, things that will go far, you know, if needed. Like I have a lot of rice and I have a lot of pasta, which I tried. I've, I've started a diet and I'm like, I. I have to lose weight now, now. Oh my goodness. Now it's, I'm like you, Angie, I'm sitting around the house and it's like, I'm just, I just want to eat and it's for comfort. I'm sure. And also I'm stuck here. I can't go out, go away from my refrigerator. So it's really been, I think for me, even a little bit more of a struggle to stay away from the snack food, you know, um, but with the Lord's help, I'll get through it. Yes, you will. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We are trying this fancy new thing at our house where I cook dinner every night. Mm-hmm. And my people kind of dig it. Like, oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to say, hey, what's for dinner? Because I'm like, well, I'm home and we have food. And so mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. And our kitchen is finally finished. Thank Yay. 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 Yes. So the awesome. kitchen is finally finished. So I always told my husband, I was like, listen, when we have a new kitchen, I'm going to be such a good cook. And he was like, this kitchen is not going to make a difference. And I said, you just off me. And you know what? I have cooked every night, with the exception of the night that he came in and said, I think we need to support some local establishment and get Aww. some takeout. Yeah. So we found a, a good local place and got some takeout. But other than that, I've been cooking every night. And my people are like, I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> are you are they helping you cook at all like you guys uh, yeah. doing family cooking that's so, fun they're they're helping with yeah. some so my daughter is a baker oh, she loves love loves to bake awesome. um yeah. and so she tried a new cookie recipe yesterday um this evening we're gonna have uh, a movie night and we're gonna have mini donuts and mm. from scratch and yeah wow. She's done like um, she did like a an Irish lava cake for St. Patrick's Day. So what, did, what happens? Like what corned beef and sauerkraut fly out of it? Like what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like little mini bun cakes, and then uh-huh. um, the inside is filled with like green glaze, and then it has green oh. sparkles over it. So when you you know when you open it up, then it just comes out. Oh, that's beautiful. Got it. Yeah. Fun. What I'm fun. I'm totally relieved. The corned beef and sauerkraut kind of scared me. Yeah. No, not so much. Well, unless it was a bread cake. You know, oh, like made Irish bread. bread. Yeah, and, then, and the stuff came out. That would be good. We got something <laughs> for next year. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> go. Talk to Emily Ew. about, oops. The next yeah. quarantine we're in, we'll know what to that's, do. Yeah. That's right. right. Exactly. I'll tell you what the funny thing is. Like, so we've been, I mean, I had to buy groceries because it was time to buy groceries anyway. And then I picked up extra things because I was like, okay, so now I have four people here for breakfast, four people here for lunch, and four people here for dinner. And I normally don't. I mean, there are times 
just with after school activities and work and different groups that we're in, um, that sometimes there are nights where we don't have everybody home until nine fifteen at night. We leave mm-hmm. at seven o'clock in the morning and we're not all home until nine fifteen. So, you know, there's not a lot of nights during the week where we're cooking for everybody and where, um, like my son and my husband both eat out for lunch. Um, my daughter packs her lunch, but then I'm usually in class during lunchtime. And so I just pack mm-hmm. something that's easy, but now it's all these people who want to eat on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it really yeah. does change things, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. That's been a big difference for us. Mm-hmm. So, well, is there, um, I mean, we're, you know, all of us are practicing good social distancing and we're trying to flatten that curve. Um, mm-hmm. So, we're not able to go to church services. We're not able to go to Bible study. We're not going to small group, you know, things like that. How are you ladies staying connected to people and um, how are you staying grounded too during all of this? So our group is going to do a Zoom meeting when we normally would meet on Mm -hmm. Tuesday morning. So we're just going to see that, try to get together, see who can come online and just try to connect and, and just even just have that FaceTime, that time with people to say, are you okay? What are you struggling with? How can we help you? Um, we've had neighbors sending out notes like, hey, we're here. If you need something, even toilet paper, we'll all work together. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get together. We're going to do this. So had a lot of positive mm-hmm. connecting with the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, man, I've been reading a lot in the Bible. Um, the verse I've been on lately is Second Timothy um, uh, chapter 1, verse 7. <laughs> For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a power, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. Mm-hmm. And I've just really letting, been letting that roll around in my mind. And this is not a time where I need to be afraid. It, it's almost it's the opposite of that. God didn't give us a spirit of timidity. He gave us this opportunity to step out in our communities, however that looks, to care for someone, even if it's just connecting and talking to them and spending that time. Um, but just to not have to cower. We're isolating into our houses, but we don't have to cower in fear. We just need to do things to take care of ourselves, like that structure, getting up, Mm -hmm. taking care of ourselves, um, Mm -hmm. and, and doing the next right thing. And so then the other part, when I look at that verse, it says, um, he gave us a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. So it all comes from the Holy Spirit. Even that isn't something that I have to make or I, there's not this scarcity model. I think there's so much scarcity sometimes going on right now. And it's like, my goodness, it's like the Holy Spirit is overflowing. We have everything we need. We have, um, mm-hmm. we have power. We have choices. We can make a lot of choices right now. People think a lot, some choices have been taken away. But most, for the most part, we have so many choices, and we just do the best we can. And of love, that's where we can look to other people. Okay, the self-discipline is really hard. I'm catching you there, Terry. You're in there with the <laughs> refrigerator. <laughs> all those goodies. Potatoes. Oh, my goodness. Chip cookies. And, yeah. Yeah. I was out in the um, garage. We've moved my, I have a, um, not an escalator. There's another word for it where you would work out on it. It's not a treadmill. It is a Nordic track. Pel- Peloton. Well, no. 
anyway, a rowing machine, an elliptical. It started with the, yeah, elliptical. I was like, starts with me. It's not an escalator. Anyway, um, in the midst of That's moving not much boxes, of a workout, by the way, riding an elevator is not much of a workout. Or yes, I know we don't have an elevator. We don't have those in our house anyway. But I'm out in the garage. In between all of the moving boxes, I pulled mine out so I at least have a chance to do something like that. But um, so it feels really cold mm-hmm. to walk still. So. Awesome. But we have yeah. choices. We have options. And we just need to get creative. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like being able to ask, like, God, what's the next thing you want me to do? Just what's the next thing? And that's all I have to do. I don't, I don't have to solve this entire crisis. I'm on my mm-hmm. COVID vacay. And how this looks, it isn't so much, it's how I get through it. Because we're all going to get through it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's right. like, how am I going to go through it? How am I going to use this time? And... So I've just really been focused on trying to do stuff like that. Awesome. Anyway. Yeah, that's great. How about you, Terry? Well, um, I chose a verse to um, work through this. It's a verse. I didn't really choose it. It chose me years ago. And sometimes I feel like it's a little overused, but it's still the verse that gives me such great comfort. And that's Jeremiah 29.11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. So I, I just really rely on that because, number one, I know the plans I have for you. So he knows what I'm going through, which I'm honestly, this doesn't bother me too much um, because I have... Every, the Lord has supplied us with everything we need, yeah. and uh, I feel like I'm I'm at this point breezing through it. Homeschooling my granddaughter is a blessing, not a problem. So, um, and so to me, that is the plans to prosper me. I feel like I'm prospering. Um, we start each day of our homeschooling with um, a Bible reading. I ordered a little kids' book, Laugh and Learn the Bible probably about a month ago. And um, yep, awesome. So the other day I picked that up and I added that to our morning work, um, schoolwork. So we are starting every morning with a scripture, with scripture reading, like, um, you know, it's the, the creation and then it's, you know, it takes events like that in order. And um, so we're going through those. So I have this awesome opportunity to share the Bible with my granddaughter every day. So that is great. And um, that he has a plan to prosper me and not to harm you. And I just feel like, um, you know, I'm praying for everyone I know, for all of us not to get the virus, of course, but um, and, and not to be harmed. God knows. God knoweth. So if he puts it in my path and I do happen to get it, then my next right thing is to get to heaven if I don't make it. Because mm-hmm. now I, I find out I'm in the elderly range. I'm elderly. No, did you know? I didn't know we were in the elderly range until this came I out. didn't either, but I, I do they now. Dropping so it. Like... <laughs> they keep dropping it. I heard statistics like, oh, like 15% of people over 85 survive and then... They keep going, they go, now people who are 70 to 80, they do really well. And then they're like, 
62 and then I'm like can go shopping or something like that and then I'm like okay that's great it's like anybody over 50 I'm like come on people (laughs) yeah so I feel like you know I have he's given has given plans to give me a hope in the future and I I hope for a future of course I do but if I don't make it through the coronavirus and I pass I know where I'm going and that's hopeful too you know, and yeah. that's a great future to look at. So um, that it's very meaningful to me. Yeah. Yep. It's kind of it's a win win. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. is. Yep. Well, Angie, how about you? What are you? Well, doing I to um, keep? I've got a lot of distractions since. It- since Evie's here with us, our granddaughter, which is really very nice because I'm really pretty much focused on just taking care of her and keeping her comfortable. Um, her mom's kind of back and forth to work, but, you know, she works in Maryland, so it's not, it's not like she's coming home every night. Um, so we're just doing the best we can with that. Um, I want Evie to feel safe. That's my big thing. But that, like Terry, that has provided so many opportunities for me to share the Lord with my granddaughter that it's been awesome. So we're talking mm-hmm. about Jesus every day, all through the day, and it's wonderful. And about the Holy Spirit and how He can speak to our hearts and tell us things and um, how we have protection um, because Jesus shed His blood for us or even protection because His angels surround us and they keep us in all of our ways. I mean, I have gotten to feed her a lot of Word in the last few weeks, and I've loved that because um, mm-hmm. I think you put it in and it's there. It takes root, and it grows, and it produces as her life goes on. So I think that that's been the biggest blessing for me. Um, and certainly, I think most of my prayers have been for um, related to the coronavirus. You know, I'm still praying for some normal kinds of things that I usually pray about. But, but right now, for God's mercy, because yeah. the whole world is suffering from this, and I'm praying that He will use this um, to bring people to himself instead of people just cowering in fear and being so afraid of what's going on and what's going to happen and how are we going to survive it. Instead of that, to maybe turn and look to him and trust in him for the first time in their lives. So Mm -hmm. I've been praying a lot for people to, to be saved through this, to come to know that there is a God and that he does love them and care for them and that he has a future for them. Like Terry said, and hope, Mm -hmm. you know, we can't be hopeless. But I have I've talked to a few people who are kind of hopeless. They just think mm. the whole world is going to get it and, you know, half of us are going to go. Um, and I haven't struggled with that at all. My, one of my favorite scriptures is Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Um, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So really, um, I think that the Lord has, the Holy Spirit has done an incredible job these last few weeks of helping me to think on the good things. Not to focus Mm -hmm. on the bad things, but to think on the good things. This is a special time we've gotten to spend 
with um, our daughter and our granddaughter. Um, and I've been FaceTiming with my mom more because I want to see her. Mm-hmm. And, and I've discovered that that's really comforting for me and for her. So I think from now on, we'll FaceTime. That's one of the good things that's come out of this is I'm not going to call her on the phone anymore. I'm just going to FaceTime her. Um, and I think that that makes her feel a little more connected than just the phone calls did. Um, and the kids are all determined now that they're going to talk to her, you know, at least once a week. Everybody else is going to give her a call so that if she's got nine grandchildren, if everybody called her, that would be a lot of time um, mm-hmm. that she would be engaged with someone. So, you know, we're really just trying to trust God, um, and, and he's made it pretty easy to trust him. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're hanging in there. We're laughing a lot. We're having lots of fun. And, um, uh, and, and then the times that we're not focused on that, we're focused on praying for those people that are in need, um, and that may be suffering through this. Mm. So, um, trying to keep a healthy balance of thinking on what's good, but with prayer and petition, bringing the requests that we have to our father. Um, and I have been pretty peaceful overall. Maybe, like I said, maybe a little anxious because I see I'm eating more. <laughs> and I know that that's a symptom. But overall, you know, I I, I am trusting in God. He's going to keep us through this, or He's going to take us home, like Terry said. And, and I'm I'm okay. So, mm-hmm. how about you now, Suzanne? You're the youngest of us all. Um, don't yeah, be careful. So, Next week you'll be in the elderly population. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so the reality of it is for me, this is really like week three. I'm finishing up week three week of yes. social distancing for me um, because, of course, you know, that's what everybody's doing this week. But the week before that, I had the flu. And was put oh. down like in the bed for a week, and then the okay. week before that, I had um, spring break for my classes, and so I didn't I, like I was missing a lot of my structure there too. So I am um, working on week going into week four of um, social okay. distancing. So um, I have been able to get a lot of projects done that I wanted to get done. I repainted my front room. I have organized my cabinets. I have, I mean, all kinds That's of That's the energy that comes when you're young. <laughs> and, like, ready to go stir crazy. Um, next, this coming week, my pantry is getting completely redone. So, you know, whatever. But some good things for us. Um, Yes, and for us, we have said probably for the last year that we wanted to, as a family, um, go out and walk or ride bikes or something like that every single day. Um, And we haven't just because of schedules of life. Um, You know, that's just how it works. But since nobody has any extracurriculars going on right now, we have been able to every single day get out and walk or ride bikes or whatever as a family. And we take the dogs, which they need it because they're fluffy. Um, So, (laughs) you know, that's been something that's been very good for us. Now, I have people in my life who are um, on one end of the spectrum and then also on the other. I have people who are convinced that this is nothing and that it's just, like a cold and it's going to go away. And then I have other people who are literally convinced that this is going to be the end of the world. 
that this is the second coming, that Jesus is around the corner, and that um, we are not going to be on this earth when this is finished. Mm-hmm. And so the, I, we live mm-hmm. right in the middle of that. We're, we're pretty, um, we're, like I said, we're, we're right in the middle of that. Um, but then my husband works for the government, and um, I, like I said, I have teenagers, so there's all this social media stuff, and there are these things that, you know, you hear from the government side, and one, mm-hmm. um, which we all know just watching the news, one side of the government is not talking to the other side, so you don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the passage that I've had is actually First Timothy um, 1, 3 through 7, and um, Paul's oh. writing to to Timothy here, and he says, as I urged you when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer or to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. Such things promote controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work, which is by faith. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Some have departed from these and have turned to meaningless talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about or what they so confidently affirm. And I just um, Mm. really, it's kind of hit me that, you know what, there are a lot of people who want to do a lot of talking and they don't know what they're saying. And we are called to speak the truth. We are called to be light and we are called to um, have some sense. And so we have been um, working with our kids. This has been, I mean, so many good learning examples for our kids here, <laughs> um, but just about how we need to um, not repeat something unless we know that it is truth, unless we have heard it with our own ears from an accurate source, which is um, an accurate source is something that can be verified by more than one other source, um, mm-hmm. unless we have seen it with our own eyes um, or unless it came from us you know, that we do not need to perpetuate the fear that is going around, that we need to have sense and that we need to just rest in the fact that God is the same today as he was yesterday and that he will be tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's been good for us is to just be able to say, you know what, we're going to cut out a lot of this crazy noise and we're just going to focus on... um, you know, like Rosemary said, doing the next right thing. We watched Frozen 2, and that is what Elsa <laughs> said, or Anna says. That was the next right thing, Yeah, the next right thing. I'm going to do the next right thing. That's something that we've been talking about here. Yeah, I was talking with Marsha, and um, she was talking to a lady in the grocery store, and the lady said, um, she goes, look, we either walk in faith or in fear. We can't walk in both. Right. Yeah. So we have to choose. Mm-hmm. And it's like that double mindedness they talk in James. That's yeah. still fear. You haven't, you, if you're doing double mindedness, if you're going back and forth that fast, you're in fear. And there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that you can do. I'm just going to, trust me, I'm not going to go through all the therapy tips, but there are just some real simple things that we can do to calm ourselves down. And just one of them is, Breathe in for three seconds, hold it, and then breathe out for six. So you breathe in through your nose for three seconds and then out through your mouth through six. And, it, and you want to just slow yourself down and you want to do that belly breathing. 
so that you're breathing down, all the way down. And what that does is it engages your parasympathetic system. It engages your system and helps you relax and helps you slow down. So all the things like choosing faith, making decisions, they become really intentional and really important on how you want to get through this. You're going to go through it anyway. Mm-hmm. But now how do you want to do it? You know, do you want to do it by spreading rumors that aren't there? You know, a lot of what you were talking about, Suzanne, you know, are, are you going to have that boldness or that strength that Timothy had to step out? Right. You know, and care and love for someone else. And can we approach this and saying, like, every time we turn around, it's like, thank you for the truck drivers, God. Thank you for them. Keep them protected. Mm-hmm. Keep them safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one after another, one after another. There's a lot of people keeping these technical lines going for all of us to stay connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the people that work for the power company and the gas company, and we take right. all that for granted. The water company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's municipality. But still, there are a lot of people out there going to work every day that are exposing right. themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they're doing that, some of us don't have to go outside. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. We really do need to be thankful. Yeah, and can we let's just be real for a minute. Like if you are um if you're used to a good structure and a good routine and you are a mom who takes her kids to school every day and then does her thing and then gets home and cooks dinner and then her husband gets home and whatever and now all of the people are around all of the time and you have little kids and you have big kids, that is really hard to navigate. And sometimes we just need to stop and be thankful that we have the chance to be with those people. Mm -hmm. And we have to know that it's okay to say, you know what, everybody go to your rooms, including mom, and we're going to take 10 minutes and we're not going to be next to each other. And this is because I love you and I want to come out of this not in prison. So everybody gets a time out. Safety first. And that's, that's a reality for a lot of people. Um, and the other reality I think that's is important. It is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we had, listen, we had to come to Jesus the other day and it was like, we're in it. This is what's happening. There's nothing we can do about it. We can either, Figure out how we want to make the best of this, or we can kill each other now. So decide, <laughs> and that's the path we're going to take. <laughs> and um, and macaroni and cheese for dinner. <laughs> right. I mean, I think yeah. those were my exact words to my people, and they were laughing oh my at goodness. me the other day. They're like, well, you know, we're, we're still alive, so that's the route we chose. I'm like, that's a good, that's a yeah. good route. Yeah, yeah, but then there are route. other people who um, are not working now because their industry has closed. Um, and so sometimes people don't know where their next rent payment is going to come from or yeah. where the next meal is going to come <laughs> from um, for people yeah. who rely on the schools to feed their children. Um, these mm-hmm. are really scary times. So if mm-hmm. any of that is you, please shoot us an email because we um, know of some resources that we can help you tap into. Um for food and also for some education things. Um, so, you know, even if you just want to shoot us an email and say, oh, my gosh, pray that um, we just make it through the day. You know, we are um, glad to, to do that for you. Go ahead, Jerry. Um, 
things that can help out too, like um, Rosemary asked earlier, like how do you stay connected? Um, yeah. And one of the things is, um, which is really great and is available to anybody uh, through YouTube or whatever, is the Kensington Church um, live screens their midweek service and their um, and their weekend service. So um, all of our churches have clo- are closed, of course, but the pastors from four of our campuses, a worship team, a camera crew, um, they're all meeting at church and they're live streaming the service so that we can stay connected, that we have hope and that we um, can still hear the word of God and, and kind of um, be in connection with the people from our church. And today, especially the um, message by Dave and Ann Wilson from Kensington Community Church to the Troy, um, they, they gave a, a really great message on hope and, um, and family time and marriage, how to, you know, because like Suzanne says, you know, you're, there's a bunch of you in the house now and you're there all the time. And so there are things that you need to do that can help you stay grounded and um, connect to each other during these hard times that it might be a little tempted to, you know, get a little crabby. So today's message was especially encouraging to me, and so I just encourage anybody to go, and it may not be Kensington, but lots and lots of churches that even weren't before are live streaming now. So tap into that resource. I'm I'm thinking when it gets warmer, this has nothing to do, sorry, Terry. I'm going to do charades at the end of our driveways. I'm just going to call all my neighbors and say, let's all, everybody go to charades at the end of the driveway when it gets a little warmer. I want to yeah. come. I know. That would be, so, you could, you I'm could realizing we, you could do it over Zoom. What a good idea. No, no. <laughs> I have no uh, technology savvy at all. These girls walk me through every step of this connection. So uh, well, I'm in the girl. same boat with you, Terry. Because <laughs> we're elderly. Because <laughs> we're elderly, that's right. <laughs> Listen, you may have a little bit of trouble getting connected, but at least you can get in first to get the toilet paper. There you go. That's from seven in the morning till eight o'clock. You guys, that's right. That's right. You get the privilege of going in before they open the doors. I wonder if they check IDs. Pardon? I wonder if they check ID. Oh, I'm glad. I'm pretty sure I look sixty-two, but uh, I'll be glad. Fake ID? I don't know. Yeah, I love it. I don't think oh it would gosh. work with Suzanne or Rosemary, no. No, no. I no, think my daughter's like... asking to borrow my ID so they can go to the grocery store. Like... <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Oh. I love it. Yeah. Well, no, we could go for you guys. How about that? And then do a drive-by where we just toss everything on your doorstep. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> You know, we, we're really laughing about it and um, everything. For me, I just feel like this is a big challenge. 
in I don't know how many people remember clearly in 1999 when there was that big deal that everyone thought oh the world was going to shut down because of the computer virus they called it oh, Y2K yeah. Y2K and it is the same thing. Some people thought that it was going to happen and it was going to be the end of the world. Other people thought it was going to be nothing. So I, I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to act as if it's going to happen and I'm going to prepare my home so that if by chance it does happen, my family will be fed. And I, I prepared for it. I, did all the preparation, yeah. and of course, you know when uh, I think it was uh, was it Australia that came online first at, in the beginning of the year, and it's like okay, yeah. it was there midnight. They came on, we're good, <laughs> you know. Well, I'll tell you what, that year the Cubs the water out the of the bathtub. Scouts, <laughs> and I did have water yeah. in the bathtub. I had, yeah. Well, uh, there's a there's a lot of story to be told, but um, the the Boy Scouts that came around that year for the Can Do Drive, they hit it big at my house. Uh, I do think we we have to use the wisdom that God has given us. I mean, we all have some natural wisdom that He's imparted to us. We need to use that, um, right. and don't be participating in risky behavior, do the mm-hmm. things that will protect your family. Um, I don't think that, you know, like you, Terry, I'm not going to get crazy about any of that, but I am, we are stocked up a little bit with some stuff so that we don't have to go to the grocery any more often than we're going to go. Um, we're keeping mm-hmm. the cars full of gas just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, just some practical stuff. Um, right. And and I think then then that's where your trust comes in. So we've done we've done stuff in the natural. We've done some things that are good common sense, but ultimately our trust is in God. That He's going to take mm-hmm. care of us. Um, but we're not going to put Him to the test by going to the beach with five thousand other people. Oh, um, absolutely! You know, or going crazy. to a concert. Or I mean, there's crazy stuff going on. Yeah. Are you mm-hmm. not leaving for your cruise tomorrow? We canceled. <laughs> you know, we we were supposed to go um, on a family vacation. I had gone to Maryland, and Dan was going to fly in the night before, and we were all going to leave together and, and meet um, in Costa Rica for a week. And the night before we were going to leave, all the schools started shutting down. You know, we had been kind of, you know, should we, shouldn't we? We'd been bouncing back and forth, and we had prayed for wisdom. And and everybody had, you know, everybody really wanted to go. We had so planned on it. We've been planning it for six months. Um, and that night, we just all sort of talked on the phone, and everybody was at the same place. It was like, you know, it's not worth taking a chance. We don't mm-hmm. want to go someplace and um, get exposed in the airport. Or and we have kids with us and older people. <laughs> so, you know, everybody was fine with the idea of saying, we're just going to drop the trip. And um, and so that's what we did. Um, we just made that decision. It wasn't stressful. Once we made it, everybody felt at peace. We knew we'd done the right mm-hmm. thing. Um, and so Dan and I were already at Lawrence because, you know, we were going to fly with her so that um, we could just be a little bit of a help with Evie. Um, so we enjoyed our time together there. And then we did a road trip and came home after that. Um, mm-hmm. So, like like Suzanne, I've had about three weeks, actually, of not too much out and about, um, mm-hmm. but except for family stuff. 
But I, I do think, you know, use your common sense. Use the wisdom that God has given to you. Don't do risky stuff. Um, and then <coughs> take good care of yourself. Get your rest. Take your vitamins. Um, Wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, and, and just know that it's um, in God's hands. Mm-hmm. It really is. And as I listen to it, it's like, we have resources and we have that, that peace of God. We are able to rest in Him and we are truly blessed. When I look at all of us as a group, and mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't have that. Who don't have so that, yeah. My prayer is God, open my eyes, help me find a way I can help someone who needs yeah. that help. My, um, one of my big prayers, there's, um, Listen, there's child abuse and other things that happen out there, and this is high yeah. risk at that point because there's this huge yeah. tension. People losing yeah. jobs, uh, not just yeah. child abuse, but spousal mm-hmm. abuse, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. They won't be yeah. able to get to elder abuse because they'll all be in the grocery store between seven and eight. But, you know what I mean? There is a lot of abuse yeah. that can happen in these situations, yeah. so I just keep praying for peace and calm. Yeah. 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 There's just Thomas called us the other night, do. and he said that in you know they were closing the liquor stores and the gun stores in Illinois, yeah. <laughs> and we were like, "That's Absolutely. crazy!" But he said, "No, it's pe- people get they drink too much and then they get depressed and then they take their gun out and shoot themselves." So yeah, right. it's just there's a lot of scary stuff that goes on in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. So, maybe yeah, finding ways to help each other out. Yeah, definitely yeah. praying. God knows where that's going on. Um, yeah, but for his wisdom, his peace to just be reigning in all of that. Yeah. 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 Well, would somebody like to pray for us um, and just kind of wrap us up there um, as we get ready to start another week of some self isolation? Mm-hmm. God, I, I will. God, we just come before you, Lord, so thankful, God, for who you are, Lord, so thankful for everything that you've given us, God. And I just pray as we go for this week that more and more and more that there's a just an energy in your spirit of, God, thank you, I have Cheerios, thank you, I have this, or whatever it is that we have in front of us. Lord, help us to be grateful, Lord, and as we focus on that, as we continue to have that prayer of thanksgiving for everything that's coming before us, Lord, open our eyes also to people in front of us who need our help. Whether it's another roll of toilet paper, God, whether it's just this encouraging word, maybe it's a wave and saying, I love you. I'm so blessed that you're my neighbor. And yes, God, possibly that we all start playing charades at the end of our driveway. God, because these are opportunities. Help us to look for the opportunities. Help us to look for the joy. Help us to spread you, Lord, your love. Your power, God, we know that it all comes from you. We know this rest and this peace comes from you, Lord. So we just thank you for that, and we just honor you. We ask for your protection for everyone involved in this all over the world, Lord. We know that you love everyone. And God, we just praise you, and we just thank you in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. 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 